What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes. If it's your first time coming to hang out, let me just catch up to speed so we can all be on the same page for this episode. Our name is Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, so that's the three categories of the three conversations me and my guests will be having today in the Buds section. Got some products to talk about and review in the Bros section. Have you ever felt that, like, maybe time travel would be cool? Let's go back to a place in time. Where would you pick? We have some good answers. And in the superhero section, we are two more episodes in to Loki on Disney+. Plus. Thank you so much for coming to check us out. My name is Nick James. Coming back to the co-host chair is Mr. JD. Sir, please, thank you so much for coming back. Oh, man, no no problem. It's been a while. It's been a long time, I feel it's like. It's been a while. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have to, though. <laughs> it's been a while. Who's that? No, never mind. <laughs> I, I can't think of the band right now. I can't even actually think of it, but I think that... Uh, I remember the song, yeah. It's really bad, though, because I do have this verbal tip with it almost. Like, I kind of have to. Like, I don't want to say I have to, because if I really need to, I can keep it on the DL. But for the most part, yeah. if I hear somebody say, It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I just kind of do that. And my wife and I were in the car, and we actually heard it once. It was a long song, so <laughs> I had to repeat it every time. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, that's, I could see that. I would do the same. I think I've done the same thing, actually. So thanks again so much for coming to hang out for this episode of Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, which we can get into right now as we always do in the Bud section. So we start off asking, sir, what are you smoking on? Well, what did you just give me? What was it called? Citron? Citron City by Franklin Labs. Because, yeah, prior to today, I was kind of a, a, a hiatus. Not like just not like a choice. Just, I don't know. I just haven't smoked in a little bit. But So whatever that Citron, whatever the hell you said it was, it was... That was the first I smoked in a while, and that was pretty good. I'm feeling all right right now. Oh, good, yeah, it was. It's super duper tasty. It's got that great aroma, citron, like citrus, and it's just, it smells like an orange in there. Yeah, it was, it was a nice little treat, I thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. As you had that, I had a little bit ground up. I went for a special pickup. Got to shout out my boy Danny G. Follow him on Instagram, Nepacana, uh, N-E-P-A-C-A-N-N-A. But he let us know that I-N-S-A, Insa, I think is the brand name, was dropping. He uh, made it sound like... You know, we were like, give it to us. We want your stuff here. And they went, okay. And they dropped off quite a bit in this region. So this one specifically was called Wedding Cake. Ooh, Wedding Cake. I don't think I even ate my own wedding cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Let me, I just want to ask your opinion of the smell because it, to me, is one of the most outrageous. Yeah. It smells like, I'm, I'm getting like a chocolatey or... Do you smell that too? The chocolatey? Yeah, it's very, very sweet. And that's where the cake comes in. But it's insanely good. The packaging is one of my favorites. So like you have to line it up kind of like an adult uh, over the counter. Tylenol or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So then you popped it. And then right here, it was almost like a a tuna or whatever kind of can you will that you had to... And then peel back. Wow, that is pretty cool packaging. So it was fresh as fuck. It's like opening a can of peanuts or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. That kind of same exact. Yes, sir. Oh, man. But it smells good. It looks good. Got to thank him again for dropping dropping that little nug of truth for us. Follow him on the Instagram if you're in NEPA and you can get those Insta, insta updates as well. <laughs> and I also have here, I've been fucking with extracts a little more. Have you ever dabbed? Never dabbed, never dabbed. I've seen funny videos of people dabbing. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, you know, this is the big leagues, if you ask me, or something like that. You can get some pretty high 
THC levels, and it's nice to kind of stick your toe into that. And we say it here all the time on the show. It's medicine. You don't know how you're always going to react. So in this instance, literally, the old saying, a little dabble, do you? Yeah. Really fucking applies. You know, start small and go up. But it is really good. It's Deadhead OG Cured Butter. B-U-D-D-E-R. Sounds dead. That's like Grateful Dead vibes or something. Yeah, and it's it really picks you up. I think the best part about it is like concentrates, the way they can extract it comes in all different ways. So if you see shatter, it looks all waxy and weird, if you ask me. And then I could see like resins, which are burned. Like this literally looks like fucking butter. Yeah. And what you are, can get into it. And what are you mainly, like making stuff with it, like cakes and shit? Or what are you doing with it? No, you you heat up your rocker and then you take a little, like it, this. Spoon is, I was talking something? about it. Yeah, yeah. I was talking about it with either my my brother or Roy, and it looks a little nefarious if somebody kind of saw you because <laughs> Sketch, it in, yeah. it involves heating uh, up a spoon or a, like, a butane yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So no, it doesn't heat up on the spoon. Okay. You heat up the glass right. rocker, then you place the little thing on it, and the butter my immediately bad, yeah. evaporates. Okay. But anything to do with the torch is like, what you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in oh, there? Oh, yeah. It looks a little suspicious. And I was laughing that during that whole time you were explaining that because the first time I saw a video, I, I'll just show you afterwards, but it's a hilarious video of this old guy taking a dab for the first time. <laughs> just great. You have to, well, I'll have to show you. So, yeah, definitely handle your high people. Make sure you know what you're getting in for. Talk to your bud tender. Talk to your, I was going to say therapist. Talk to your pharmacist. (laughs) Therapist, too. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be able to guide you through this world of cannabis like I have as I've been traveling the screen. With that, we're going to close on out of the bud section. A little bit of a short one for this episode. But the bro section will be a little bit longer, a little bit lengthier, a little more time as we talk about time travel. How's that for a fucking segue? Oh, fucking your pearl. pearl. (laughs) So thanks so much for hanging out in that. And we will get into the bro section right now. Now, I started thinking about this. There's a lot of time travel movies. We've had Back to the Future. Yep. We've had Avengers. is a pretty new one. Time Heist and stuff like that. There wasn't really one where anybody got stuck. You know, that always seems to be the point of a time travel movie is to always get back to your home time. So that kind of led me to then think of if you had to go and you had to get stuck somewhere, where would you want to get stuck in a nutshell? I was thinking about this and I was between two different periods. For me, it's either the 20s or the 60s because the 20s, because prohibition like ends in the tw- like everything was a little bit mis- more mysterious in the 20s i feel like the parties were wild like you know if you ever watched poor rock empire it was just like a crazy time i feel like so i think the roaring 20s as they call it like, i think that would be cool to go back to but i was also i think if i had to pick one it'd be the 60s because that was for me i'm a big music fan and like i feel like the 60s was like an explosion of like all sorts of different music like the beatles rolling stones like all these influential bands that you know came out and impact of the music I like now, so I feel like I would probably go back to the 60s. I too found myself going between two major decades, I was thinking the 50s. So right off the bat, like I'd want to be in the 50s of like post-World War II just kind of coming out and all the nuclear families are getting set up and we're like really discovering the commute, so there's places out and you can drive yourself into a city and stuff like that and just kind of, you know, when we... We'll talk about Loki eventually. Well, we can talk about it right now. Anyway, the propaganda almost. Like that yeah. era of just like... Like a squeaky clean, like leave it to beaver shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yes, exactly. Or Bing. what's that, Pleasantville, that movie? Fucking A, dude. Yes. Like, honey, I'm home. 
that would be kind of fun for a little bit. And I don't want to sound like a misogynist of like, I need my wife to come. No, yeah. we could still be progressive and she could be the wife <laughs> with a job or something like that. I'm not saying that, but I've also just like waving to your neighbor because you're fucking neighbors outside. Yeah. Like, hello, human being. Yeah. I recognize that we live next to each other. And why don't we make this a pleasant experience? Right. Kind of going back to WandaVision, like WandaVision when that first uh, couple, that was, I think that probably took place in the 50s, but like watching that even gave me like, yeah, that same feeling. Oh, this was like probably a great time. To, this was probably a great time to like, you know, be around. Like, everything just seemed like, yeah, like squeaky clean and wholesome. And yeah, I think it'd be 50s. I always think of Back to the Future when I think of the 50s too, because I think Marty go back, like goes back to the 50s. So I always get, yeah, I always get that vibe and actually a grocery store i worked in uh years ago always played 50s music and I've, I've come to love like that kind of music just from like hearing it so much so yeah that'd be a cool uh decade to go back to and then my second choice then which is funny that you brought up back to the future would be 80s then it's the exact time jump in which he does i think <laughs> those 30 year difference it's really great of the 80s because the thing that i want to expand upon a little bit more with you as well is in this scenario we know what we know so how would you kind of play that differently and who would you invest in is something I eventually want to get to. But like the 80s kind of seemed fun too, not oh, to yeah. be like too gross or anything, but like doing drugs and hanging out <laughs> and drinking yeah, a lot yeah, and yeah, like yeah. just being a sly businessman, fucking Gordon Gecko or what's the Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wolf Wall, Wall Street, Street kind Jordan of Belfort, thing. Yeah. Thank you, Jordan. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Would also, right now, as I'm 30 years old, being dumped into the 80s, like, all right, what do I do now? It's just yeah. like, all right, I know exactly what to I, do right yeah, now. I, 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 I fucking love 80s music, too. I know a lot of it's corny, but there's a lot of good shit out there, too. But And, like, yeah, it's just, I don't know, maybe because I was born in the 80s, I kind of would like to experience, experience it as an adult. That'd be, yeah, I would agree. That would be, be a cool decade to go back to. Like, I feel like a lot of 80s stuff is coming back right now, like a lot of music-wise and... I don't know, like uh, clothing and stuff. Like I know I don't. I'm not up on the clothing trends like the kids, but like, you know, I, just, I see a lot of stuff. I'm like, man, that was like my mom used to wear that when I was in the '80s. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I was also thinking about it would be funny, and it's exactly what you were just talking about. Like going and being like, all right, guys, this new cartoon's coming out. It's called Transformers. What's it going to be about? Oh, no, there's this new one called He-Man. Yeah. And like you said, bringing shit back. That new He-Man's about to drop yep. this month. I think yeah. it's it's the Kevin Smith one. Kevin Smith made it. It's got an amazing cast list, dude. It's Mark Hamill. Oh, that sounds awesome. Kevin Conroy. So immediately, I really BTAS. Didn't hear much about this. Yeah, I have to look into that. And oh, yeah. Soon we're getting a part one, five episodes sometime this month. I don't exactly remember the date. If I had to guess, halfway through fifteenth, sixteenth. That sounds pretty fucking cool. I think feel like I feel like everything comes back eventually from every decade, like you know. But yeah, I mean, that He Man. I definitely have to check that out. Lena Headley. So Cersei oh, yeah. Lannister, yeah. The Onion Knight, yeah, and a bunch of other people. I just wanted to bring those up because yeah. I know you love Game of Thrones oh, too. I love so that like, shit. yeah, yeah, that'd be yeah, it's awesome. And then it reminds me too, just kind of continuing with this of like Netflix and uh, Stranger Things, and they were all oh, yeah. in the '80s, and then Wonder Woman 1985, and like you're right, the '80s is kind of like it's really like big back, right man. now. Yeah, the '80s. I feel like we're kind of living in our own version of the '80s, but probably a less cooler version. You know what I mean? Like just the way stuff's coming back, and yeah, like Stranger Things. That I think that's what kind of kicked it off maybe like stranger things because i feel like people watch that show like oh man it's such nostalgia and then i feel like since then like it's been creeping in in every kind of aspect of life so going back what was your first answer i'm sorry the 20s who would be the first person that you try to look up in the 20s 
that's tough. 20s, because I really don't, I can't remember like any really influential, I'm sure there was, but I can't. Well, Boardwalk Empire, there was Nucky Thompson. Uh, so I think probably just because I know him from that show, I'd be like, I'm going to check out this dude for real, because he was like a, kind of like a kingpin in the 20s in Atlantic City, it seemed like. So I'd, just going off that, I'd probably look him up first. I would want to go. So my first stop was the 50s. Like at that time, I feel like I'd want to like look up forward or something like that and be like, hey, have you ever considered two doors? Yeah. Or like, <laughs> what if we had a Mustang or something like yeah. that, you know, and just be a wise ass or, yeah. or even in the 80s to answer that too, go to John DeLorean and be like, don't, just don't fucking do it, yeah, bro. You're going to get a cool movie out of it and people will remember your name for that, but piece of shit <laughs> yeah it's not really yeah. a cool car <laughs> yeah it's like a stainless steel hunk of metal there's this great movie uh driven have you ever seen it it's <sighs> i could give it to you i got it free at work actually and it's really good i don't want to get too far yeah, into yeah, it but yeah. like there was it's it's that fucking weird thing that happens in movies sometimes where people make two movies of the same thing accidentally so there's two versions of his story is very very strange he didn't seem like too honest of a man and yeah i think i'd go up to him and be like hey don't do this yeah yeah so what was your second one i'm sorry the 60s it's, who would you go find then jfk I'd be like dude do not fucking go to dallas bro Just hand him a helmet <laughs> yeah. Just be like, yeah, or yeah, yeah like take a different route do something fucking because and i like i'm a history i used to be like a little bit of a history buff kind of and i was still to this day i was like just fascinated with jfk and that family and just like the tragedy that surrounds it, surrounds it. But I would definitely go back and be like, you know, John, fucking don't do it, man. <laughs> or you could say, give him a helmet. Like, yeah, put on his fucking steel helmet or something. Yeah, send the cops either to the grassy knoll or the yeah. book factory or whatever the, book, the fuck. Yeah, Some of that happened. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great too, just to know, just to be like, who caught him? Because at the very end of the day, it could have been Magneto, we found out, right? Yeah. Or it could have been the comedian. It's funny how many times comic books has gone there of just like, hey, remember when that guy died? It was us. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah. remember this. Did you ever watch that show with James Franco? Uh, it's, it's about the year. This is terrible. I can't remember. I was just saying how much I liked history, and I can't remember. What, I think it was 62 JFK was killed. But it's called, I think the show is called 1962. You would probably like it. It's on Hulu. It's like uh, James Franco is like this detective or he time travels back to the 60s and he kind of like he tries to f- stop Lee Harvey Oswald before he – it's it's good. If, if you ever get a chance to watch it, it kind of sounds like what I would want to do, like go back and warn JFK. I will. I think somebody was just telling me about yeah, that. Man. That's why I look so befuddled. I was like, wait, this sounds like something. My, my mom was telling me about another show where she is. Well, that's why I don't think it's this one. Yeah. Is the main character a woman? No, it's James Franco's the main dude. And okay. he's, um, like I said, like a, I, t- I can't remember because I haven't watched him in a while. But he's like a detective or something. He ends up back in time and he knows JFK is going to get killed and he's trying to like be like, Yo, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, that's what my mom was describing, but it was a lady, and she's going back to different places and doing different things. Yeah, this this one is strictly about JFK. You know and 62. I mean? yeah. yeah. Well, that's what she was trying to sell me on. She was like, "Is it? it's it's cool that it's historically accurate. And I was like, yeah, but they're talking about time travel, so <laughs> not really. Yeah, right, exactly. It's not that accurate if you're actually <laughs> traveling in time. He's an ordinary high school teacher who's presented with a chance to change history. So that's it. He's a high school teacher, not a detective. But he goes back, and it's fucking cool. I think you would really like because it fits perfectly. Time travel going back to a certain decade. That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as if we made the show for that show. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, fucking maybe we're traveling time right now, man. This is weird. 
Yeah, I, I don't even get me started. Well, let's not even start with that. Outer no. space or anything like that. It fucking blows my mind. <laughs> I think if I had one more though, I'd maybe like. Are you the type of person that would fuck with the time travel in the dinosaur sense, either? the Jurassic Park model of like, do you think it's a good idea to bring dinosaurs now? Or would you be like the guy who'd be like, let's see some dinosaurs and go back and... I would just, let's see some dinosaurs because I don't know if we can have them around now. That'd be a fucking bad idea, I feel like. But yeah, I would just want to do... Yeah, because when I was a kid, I loved dinosaurs and just to fucking go see them. But then also, I'd probably be a little intimidated, you know, going act to see these fucking giant, you know, reptiles. Like, it'd be a little scary, but I would definitely want to do it. Well, that just about wraps it up because we have a lot to break down in the superhero section, if you ask me. It's pretty much going to be an all-superhero Loki episodes three and four. Coming at you right now in the superhero section as we close out of the bros section. All right, so episode three is called Lamentus. Loki finds out the variant's plan, but he has his own that will forever alter both their destinies. So not to really, we're not going to go through it beat for beat. What did you think of the episode just overall? And we'll kind of go through it that way. I liked the episode, but it was definitely, you know, a little bit filler episode, kind of. And then it kind of showed you um, Sylvie and Loki growing that. Kind of getting some backstory there, making their relationship grow. I liked the episode. It wasn't by my favorite by any means, but it was. I, did, I thought it was solid. You know, it was good, a little bit good of a cliffhanger, which we'll get to, I'm sure. But yeah, I, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I found it okay. Eventually, they get to the TVA. They realize her plan's not going to work. They have to escape, and they go to a planet which was predestined in the, her pad. And if you listen to what happens in episode two, she lives in apocalypses, and now they're stuck on a world that's going to blow up, and that's pretty much the entire episode. Yeah. So they have to get from one place to another, and they're also on a train the whole time. What did you think about the entire train thing and, like... That reminded me a lot of the movie Snowpiercer, and I think I mentioned this to you. I only saw it once. So I don't remember all the details about Snowpiercer, but it was kind of like a post-apocalyptic world where they're on the it went, the train went by wealth and class, like the for the people from the further in the train were like the wealthy, well off. So I kind of got that vibe for her. like they're on this train trying to get out of you know this planet before it blows up. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, and but it was like kind of like a. I don't know, like a weird vibe between them sitting at the table. Like it was like, I don't, it felt out of place that bar scene. I don't, to me, I don't know, I don't know why. It just didn't seem like it fit in. Like, hey, yeah, we're, might die a little bit, but let's just sit at this bar and I'll have a couple of drinks while we talk about our past and how fucked up we are. The one thing that I did like about this is that we learned, we learned actually in another episode that not all of the Lokis have the same powers. And that right. automatically to me was like, oh, okay interesting yeah you know i always just thought it was they were just not gonna look the same but right. it kind of makes sense yeah different worlds different abilities you know what i mean because like different timelines they could you know live somewhere where their power you know powers wouldn't really make sense where they're you know what i mean like so yeah i thought that was interesting too though i like i too thought it was just look different but pretty much were the same every other aspect you know what I mean? but it kind of shows they all have like their different kind of quirks and features and so yeah that was interesting to me as well and also interesting to tom hiddleston you know i'll just call him his name because yeah well no we call her sylvie so sylvie we don't have Loki, to go because yeah. very soon we're going to talk about there's a lot of loki's yeah. spoilers <laughs> anyway because he's like wait how do you do your whole shit and she's like well you know it's got to be a pre it's got to be a memory memory in the past yeah i can't make new shit i can only prop strings on old shit right and that's another thing i was like that's fucking interesting i really enjoyed that it's a little bit 
reminded me of Wanda originally when yes. she's like, let me poke in here and stuff, you know? Yeah. Because Steve went back to the OSS yeah. kind of days, you know? They all went back to a place that seemed familiar. It's not like they went anywhere new. So I kind of saw a little bit of a mirror in that almost. Yeah, yeah, that's a great comparison. Yeah, a little mind trickery. Yeah, I, I agree. That's They gave me the same vibe. So I'm wondering how much of that's going to play into... Do you think that these guys are going to show up in multiverse which loki's i think at some capacity yes i think i don't know if how big of a role they'll have but yeah i feel like they'll definitely be in multiverse because they're kind of kicking it off I mean, this, this is where we're starting to really see the multiverse and the effects like variants have on different timelines you know what i mean so i feel like it's setting it right up for that Speaking of the timelines, I sent you that thing. Pretty much every Marvel fan's wet dream, <laughs> yeah. if you will. It's So at the end of episode two, you see the main timeline and then a bunch of timelines f- coming off of that, in which is all of the Marvel movies that aren't in the MCU, X-Men, Ghost Rider, Fantastic Four, the Spider-Man, just to say a few. And it's like, is this how they're all going to bring it together? Do you think that's true, or do you think that was just fun bullshit? I think it's just fan bullshit, to be honest with you. I wish that would be the case, but and, and it's a very plausible option, you know, but I, sometimes I just, I just don't want to get my hopes up too high because, you know, I always seem to do that with these shows and movies, and then it never pans out. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um. That would be fucking cool, though. Oh, I, I, hope you're, I hope that's true, but my gut says that's just fan fiction you know fan wishful thinking and not to you know we're gonna now start talking about because we are gonna cover two episodes i want to talk about them a little bit fluidly now in the sense of i kind of think it's confirmed fan bullshit because they think they wrapped the case they think it's over in the next step like nothing ever they were really panicked when this was happening and then they solved it and it was just kind of over it seemed Oh, you mean like the whole variant, like the Sylvie shit? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, I was like, oh. She dropped all those bombs, opened all those doors, <laughs> that was saw it, yeah. all those spikes heading off, and then in yeah. the coming episodes, nobody was like, it's still fucking happening. It's crazy. They yeah. made it sound like everything was going to stop and Go destroy, shit. Yeah, and yeah. they solved it like that. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it was kind of like chaos at the end of that episode and variants going all over the place but then it was like yep yeah, nope we're good we solved the case we know who she is blah 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 that's it <laughs> so yeah even though i'd very much like to see that i i don't think we're gonna see any yeah of that. i don't know how they'll tie all those if they will tie all those in or how they're gonna do it but i don't think it's that way now the reason i feel like this one felt like so much filler is because we're damn near close to practically being done talking about it they're on the train they get thrown off the train because he gets drunk and, you know, gets alerted. They still make it to the city in time, but not in time to get on the ark, if rocket you will. Ship. Look like a, yeah, the ark looked like a, just a big rocket ship of some sort. And the predetestined or the... the Predetermined. Thank you. <laughs> Apocalypse did go down. And now at the end of this episode, they're like, fuck. Yeah. it. And I found it funny, too. They're running through this town and, like, not... They're the only ones that seem to be running towards this fucking rocket ship. Everybody else is there's like officers trying to stop people, and then there's the people not even really trying to. Get, I feel like they're the only ones like, no, we need to get on this fucking ship. So I, th- I found that funny because like it was kind of just them running through this town. 
And then nobody, everybody else was just kind of like, ah, we're fucked. I'm not even going to try to get on the ship. It's really, yeah, very true. I didn't really notice that they were the only ones kind of running towards it. I mean, some people, it seemed like some people were trying to get there, but like they were like the only ones with, like, with any sense of urgency, it felt like. And then, like I said, I kept seeing guards like trying to stop these people. I'm like, why aren't these fucking guards running? They're fucked too. Why are they just like trying to stop people? Everybody should be trying to get to that ship. So I just thought that was a funny little side. I feel like the amount of meteors also was very inconsistent it wasn't that me- bad <laughs> i mean it was there was meteors hitting but like it was just like a little bit of showers i felt like when we first got there it was like boom 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 yeah. boom, 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 and they're running through shit and halfway through the episode it's like boom <laughs> boom and you're like all right <laughs> and then shit's taken off and it's not that bad but at the beginning of episode four the nexus event the ship is destroyed. They don't think they're going to get off. I really do feel in this moment, they're looking at each other like, we're fucked. Yeah. And now they're really starting to come down. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're like, yeah, we don't really have much of a plan here. I don't know what we're going to do. And they're kind of like at the end of their rope. And then, yeah, like you said, fucking meteors are flying everywhere. It was kind of the first time he had a sense. Loki always seemed to have, um, like in his in other movies and stuff like that, he always he was always confident because he knew he was going to get away somehow or come back somehow. And this one, he kind of realized, I think he kind of realized, no, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do here. Like, this is the actual end for me. It was, so it was an interesting perspective to see. Before we see what exactly we're talking about, when they're sitting there kind of saying, all right, bye-bye, almost uh, so long. Peace. We do <laughs> open up on Asgard, maybe not quote-unquote our Asgard, Tom's Asgard, if you will. But on Sylvie's, then I guess, I, was she then called Loki? Was she Loki before she got taken? When did you think she switched her name to Sylvie? I feel like she switched it later on because <laughs> she's like despises it. It seems like she despised it. I feel like she was called that a long time because she's like, oh, don't call me Loki. You know what I mean? Like, So I feel like maybe came later on in life that she changed it. But I definitely didn't see that she was going to be that child. No. I knew that she got fucked over by the TVA, but I thought it'd be some... The same actress, at least, you know, right. maybe like a different haircut to make her look younger. I didn't think they younger, were going to yeah. go with like a little fucking kid who the yeah. TVA detains. And we see the opening process with our Loki of how you get in and right. they show you flashes of that. But it just seems so much more cruel with a little child there. Yeah. yeah. And it was fucked up a little bit. Oh, yeah. It was definitely fucked up. Kind of. Yeah. It's like fucking kid and i don't know what she really did did they ever explain what the variant was no like, that she we still don't understand it. and i, I know they said it could be like something minuscule you know if you of as simple as you not punching in on time at work but but yeah they never really explained what she did and then she gets taken to this fucking place getting dragged around and yeah it was it was a little disturbing a little troubling yeah because she wasn't even around anybody i can't see how her actions in that moment or a previous moment could have caused anything yeah she was playing with a toy or something you know what i mean so i don't understand but yeah that was cool the valkyrie toy yeah game of thrones vibes with that too i felt like you know like just like the how it looked and the toy she was playing the ship she was playing with and stuff but um yeah and it's it it gives you good backstory in regards to why she hates the tva so much because she was that's a traumatizing experience for a child you know what i mean like that shit lingers with you so yeah i thought it was I thought it was it was good how they incorporated that and she gave you a little bit of backstory for her yeah her intake processing was a really hard scene and then she gets she gets away which we knew but it also seemed like nobody really tried that hard to stop her which is like all right that was weird <laughs> yeah yeah but we're back on the planet talking about what we're talking about and the tva shows up they finally find a nexus event the nexus event the name of the episode of it do you think no, think it was their touching that did it. 
Can we go back to? Yeah. I'm sorry, because I don't know if we mentioned that Ravona. Ravona. Ravana is that her name? The judge lady. Yes. She was the one that captured Sylvie. Sylvie. Did we mention that? No. So I think that's kind of important too because it shows a personal personal vendetta. vendetta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so right. I just wanted to touch on that. My bad. Oh no, <laughs> okay. sir. No, that's that's good to know because we do see her just go into. Bitch mode, this Ravona or whatever. Ravana, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. I know that her real name isn't even easier to say, so I'm not going to look it up. I had such a hard time talking about that in the previous episode. Yeah. Both her and the guard lady have the hardest real names, so I'm not even going to try that. So the Nexus event that spikes so much the timeline and leads them right to them, even though they're hiding in an Armageddon, is what I think the episode's named for. It's something that it seemed like they had never seen before. This this amount of an event, this quickly mounting. Yes, it seemed like yeah, like oh shit, like this the, is skyrocketing. Yeah. Well, was, what do you think that's about? Was it? Do you think a physical touch, or was it them just close to character change? Like, what do you think the fuck that was? I think it's because it's showing Loki's. Loki, not Sylvie. Loki is showing this like compassionate side that we've seen glimpses of in the past, but like, you know, he's usually this asshole that just loves causing mischief. And it's he's falling for this other version of himself, which is kind of weird, but he's falling for the Sylvie. I think it's kind of like the first time that this has happened, or like that's a true feelings towards someone that he has had. And it kind of maybe that's what that's what I got the vibe I got from it. It was just like, oh, what the fuck? Loki's falling in love here. You know what I mean? So that's what I think that was the why it did that. I agree. I think that, yeah, because a lot of people online were like, oh, it's because they touched. And I was like, I don't think so. Like, they've kicked each other's asses. And right. you would think there'd be a spike every time skin touched or something like that. Yeah. Who knows? I think it was just because they were having like this real emotional end of life moment. You know yeah, what I mean? Agreed. Like, and it was like, you know, this, this is it. Like, and then, like, we saw a different side of Loki. That was, that was just what I got from it, but I've been wrong many times in the past. There's a lot to learn as we're going through this. Like, Ravona's covering shit up. Right. So we get them back. They get separated, and she gives him time. Owen Wilson, I'm sorry. Ravona gives Owen Wilson time with Loki, but she doesn't want her around Sylvie. Again, that personal vendetta kind of sinks in, and we get this cool scene again with Owen Wilson. This is my problem with it, is that just fucking tell him. Just get it. Like, let's go. Just because we have to wait for a character to find out new information, we knew all of the TVA agents are variants. Right. I was about to say duplicates. I'm like, no, Rick Deckard, no. But That was discovered in last episode, right? Episode three that, you know, because the agent that was caught says she's rambling on and stuff like that. So, yeah, all these agents are variants, and it's kind of like they don't know it. Their life was erased previously. And that was a great scene later on where Sylvie does eventually get guard tv 13 whatever and she's like i looked happy mm-hmm. i love that part too yeah she really she wants a fucking life back she understands yeah. well it's been taken from her and eventually owen wilson gets on board but that that process taking so long pissed me off well because agent 15 has this moment i think um because when mobius is bringing loki in loki tells him like you guys are all variants and like of course mobius is believing but she's there this you can see in her head like kind of like something clicks with her and then She's kind of going on as the episode goes on, and then she finally breaks in and takes Sylvie, and they go back to that Roblox place. You know, not Roblox, whatever. The The Walmart from the future in Alabama. And that's when she does that, what you were just talking about, the shows of her past, and and she has that real moment crying in the rain. Yeah, it was a great scene. I like that scene a lot. 
Me too. I thought it was really great. She put it was great that you could see her tears in the rain. That was fucked up. Yeah, through the yeah, because you just saw this water all over, and then you could still see a fucking tear. Yeah. In the meantime, Owen Wilson kind of starts looking at Ravona, and in my opinion, it was too slow of a burn. I know that you're saying you enjoyed the tension, yeah, but we disagree. I was there, just like, yeah. come on, it's because you're a damn. We fucking know millennial. you're gonna. <laughs> you want instant gravitation? You know you're gonna figure it out. Just figure it out, motherfucker. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah, but see, that's the that's what I like about because then there's that payoff when it finally does, to me payoff when it finally does happen. You're like. Fuck yeah, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> but that payoff to me wasn't even given because he eventually gets to look at her and go like, I know what you're up to. And instead of doing anything about it, he just gets fucking disseminated yeah. or disintegrated or pruned, whatever. Pruned, they call it, I think. Yeah. Fuck, did that bother me? So I see what you're saying. But to me, like he, he didn't even get to ride that wave of like, but, I figured it out because she... It pissed me off, man. But I, 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 I've had a discussion with you. I don't think it's the last we've seen of him. I mean, I could be wrong, and then I'll be like, "Shit, Nick, I was wrong." And I get why you're a little upset. But I, but I think it was. I thought it was a great moment, kind of too, because all Mobius has been talking about is this jet ski. How he wants to, and he says to her, like right before she prunes him, she's like, "She's like, you know, if this is it, I want to go back to." He's kind of letting her know that I know that we're variants. He's like says. I want to go back to my life prior to this, like riding that jet ski. And like, it was kind of, it was a, I thought it was a beautiful moment. So if it is the end for him, I didn't hate it. Like, I know you wanted him to, you know, go out in a blaze of glory and, you know, but I didn't hate At it. At least try to dodge the first hit or something. <laughs> he just sits there and goes, oh. Yeah. But I also mentioned to you, do you think it was like a Kenobi moment of like, I know I'm two steps ahead and they're going to have to prune me and then I'll be able to get, Right, based on what we find out later in the episode, yeah, like yeah, because he has like this. He knows what happens when you maybe maybe that's a good theory. Maybe he knows what happens when you get pruned, and he, you know, like you said, he's a couple steps ahead. He's like, oh, well, this, and that. I think that would be a great payoff if that is the case, because then it shows, like you said, he's two steps ahead. So you'll get that glorification of like he was. That was part of his plan, kind of. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's a good theory. I think it's definitely plausible. Now, spoiler, I don't know. Do you care? No. He's on IMDb for five episodes. Okay. So, so we something's got something's gonna happen. We have one more possibly, yeah. But at the same time, if he comes back in a memory of what like if Loki thinks that their first encounter, he's gotta be credited. So it yeah. could go either way. Right. I just want him to come riding back on that fucking jet ski. <laughs> somehow somehow comes flying through the, one of those portals on a jet ski and just fucking starts kicking ass the T V A. Doing something. Yeah. The big bad is eventually gonna have to be recognized yes. because so he gets pruned yes and ravona's like let's take them to see the lizard people <laughs> and we finally get to see them now at the beginning of the episode yes. we find out like we see the elevator badass open. scene i thought that was it was it did look very 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 good very cool visuals yeah but god but we don't actually go in she comes back out and she's like they're angry and the episode goes on but now i thought we were gonna honestly get cut again not get to go in there a second time yeah but we do go in there yeah and they're there and long story short Spoiler alert, we find out they're robots. Yeah, because Agent 15 comes busting in and sets Loki and uh, Sylvie free, and then they start kicking some ass, and Sylvie ends up fucking throwing that dagger at him, and off comes his head. And yeah, it's like, oh shit, it's a fucking robot. This has been like a smoke and mirrors, you know what I mean? Because even, and I'm sorry, I keep rambling on about it, but when they first walked in, the way they were talking, it gave me very Wizard of Oz vibes. Like the man behind there, you've come to see their great eye. You know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, 
this is this is kind of weird and also gave me which we could touch on too like snoke vibes at the last jedi this is how i remember i was telling you the other night like because snoke was supposed to be we all thought was going to be like this huge villain but then kind of like no nope, we kill him off really quick and i, I kind of got to have vibe from it when they killed off the robot you know the robot timekeeper and i was like that's kind of like a snoke vibe to me but so yeah that was kind of a crazy moment yeah right from the very beginning i didn't think these three things were going to be in charge yeah maybe that's just another thing that i could blame on myself and not them of the fact of one of these rumors one of these things that you could so you said that you like that it's spaced out because it gives us time in between to chat and theorize. But when those theories come true, it's not a surprise anymore. Right. And that's where I felt like with this, where they went, ha ha, it's a robot. And I went, and what else? Like we knew they weren't like, it, right. it was meant to be this punch and I saw it coming from episode fucking two. But yeah, but to me, the measure of a good episode, like any show, not just Marvel shows is... You go in with questions that get answered, but you also leave with some questions. And I, I know, like you're saying, like we found out a lot that we already knew. And but they, they give you a couple questions, like who is really behind it, which I know people have. But again, I feel like it's more of like an us issue, like because they're we are the ones sitting sitting on the internet looking up these theories. So yeah, you kind of know what's going to happen, but th- that's not on Marvel, in my opinions, because like they need to they need to drop all six at once then and then we can't do this. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. But that's then, my big argument then. I said I'm fucking I might be done. I might wait for these just to I might wait 6 weeks next time because yeah, Right. But I then what? I'm not going to watch the internet right. at all cuz Kid Loki was fucking ruined for me the second I sat exactly. down on the toilet, opened up the Instagram and it was like, "Look, Kid Loki in the comics and Kid Loki on the TV. Look, I compared them." Yeah, exactly. You can't it's too tough to avoid shit like that nowadays. Oh, that pissed me the fuck off so bad. And I get you're saying like because it's like you know and it might be for you personally it might be a better if you did it all in one shot without getting any spoilers because then you you know it's like it's like watching a movie you might have an idea what's going to happen but then it all gets paid off in one sitting but like for me like there's still a lot like i don't i like i know a lot about loki and the comics and stuff like that but there's still a lot where i'm not positive on so for me maybe it's because i'm not like as in tune with it that I, I I'm like ah this was pretty good you know I but but I see what you're saying you because like you want you know what's gonna happen you just want to get there quicker like the payoff yeah or not know what's happened right and not well, have yeah, time be, to think about it yeah yeah kind of bl- I can't write creed, the movie yeah. yeah I can write this six hours in six weeks I can't write the six hours yeah. while the hours are going on I right. just can't do it that fast maybe I can get five or six minutes ahead of myself <laughs> right. but. That's where I'm finding myself just pissed because now we all have fucking theories about, let me just continue. So (laughs) they're robots, the agent comes in, but our Loki still gets pruned and disappears. Sylvie looks at Ravona and like Ravona, we were talking about, she says like, fucking just do it. Like, I'm just, I'm over this shit. Just fucking kill me at this point. Yeah. And that was more telling than anything of like, she is she's not pulling the strings you no know, she seems like a shady bitch i uh, in the comics and this might be another big spoiler of like it, i'm firmly believing it's a king the conqueror setup oh yeah and i feel like she is um she's complicit but not the mastermind she kind of maybe got drug along too far and that she's so far gone now she has to do whatever she can to protect herself, but at the same time, she's like, I'm fucking over it, just kill me. And like you said, I think, yeah, I think King the Conqueror is, you know, the big bad, and we're going to find that out, even though the actor that's supposed to play him is, like, denying it. But, um, 
I feel like, yeah, that's Kang's, Kang's, and I feel like it's more, because like I said, WandaVision, there was all these Mephisto references, but this is more concrete, I feel like, the Kang, the, the Kang the Conqueror stuff, because like he's already cast to play in another movie, so this could be perfect time to introduce him, and, and Ravona has a relationship with him in the comics, so I feel like it, it's got to be it. That's got to be it, and if I'm wrong, I'll be like, fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> that's what I was just about to say, unless, I mean, it is just such a fucking setup to be like, uh, gotcha. Yep. You know, to set up this all from back then, that would be kind of cool if they're like, no, it's blank. Just somebody completely fucking different. It's, it's Mephisto. <laughs> oh, oh, my that, God. That would be fucking... <laughs> people would be like, fuck it, losing their minds. Yep. Go to Ambad, like, what the fuck? That would be, oh, my God. <laughs> so instead of kill me, though, Sylvie looks at her and she's like, no, you're going to tell me what the fuck is going on, more or less. Right, and that, that's how they leave them. That's the end of that storyline for the episode. And that's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> All we have is fucking questions. I didn't get one answer. What's an answer that we got? Well, we like I said, you knew it already, but we found out they weren't real. The the what you call it? Mobius knows that they're TVA. He found there. that out. We knew that shit. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I'm not. It's I'm not saying it's bad. It's just I don't understand the formula of the weekly with an episode like this because. In my opinion, it just makes people jump off. Like, I'm okay for waiting just to watch the last two in succession rather than be led to this point again of like, uh, I, it fucking reminds me of that Geico commercial yeah. with the guy. He's like, I got you a dollar. Yeah, I got you. yeah but. <laughs> oh, you almost got it. I feel like a lot of people did. I know you don't, and I'm sure you're not the only one, but I feel like a lot, from what I, I read mostly positive reviews about it. You know what I mean? I, nobody was like, oh, this is the best episode of the series, but. I feel like it was, you know, a lot of people did enjoy it, and but there's probably some people who are getting frustrated, and it's, it's hard to it's hard to keep everybody happy though, you know what I mean? It's like a because you're gonna always gonna have two different sides and all different opinions, you know what I mean? It's just, in my opinion, a pacing error in the fact that episode one was shot out of a cannon; yeah. it was that good, and now this the, the train seemed a little slow, and now this just seemed to be like. Okay, please. I just, yeah. I need to fucking know. Right, yeah. What the fuck's going on? And it's tough when you only have six episodes, too. You know what I mean? So it's like tough either way. Tough to get it all in six episodes, but it's also you have to drag it out a little bit because you don't want to reveal everything too early. So it's, I feel like it's tough. Six episodes is tough. No, agreed. You know, like it's like if you have a little bit longer series, you might be able to pay off some stuff earlier on. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't know. It's tough. You did say it. That's how the episode quote unquote ends. But anybody who knows Marvel knows that they're a big player of the mid credit scene. Yes. And they went there. Yeah. We, we knew that he could not actually be pruned, correct? Like, right. can I would hope. Well, yeah, I, I, for a second, I'm like, fuck, is he really dead, Loki? Like, that's the end of Loki? And then, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, there, once I, I and I kind of knew already there was a mid credit scene, I'm like, okay, well, he's coming back on that or something. You know what I mean? So. But yeah, there was a, I did have a moment where I was like, oh, fuck, he might be actually gone. It would be cool. And not that I don't like him and not that I don't like what he's doing, but almost what we've been talking about this whole time of like, I actually did not see that coming. Right, yeah, like a fuck, oh, fuck moment. <laughs> now, I did not see that we would know where he is at the end, but I obviously, I knew that we would get a wake-up scene. And that was with another Loki saying, hey, you got to come with us. Yeah, it's like, he, well, yeah, Loki, our Loki that we know wakes up says... Am I in hell? Which they made a note. To, well, I've something I watched made a note say it wasn't. If you read the subtitles, it wasn't H E L L. It was H E L, which is 
I guess the Asgard version of hell, you know, like the Mar, Mar the Greek mythology version of uh, hell. But yeah, he says, I'm I hell. And then, you know, you said some, someone in the back says, no, but you will be if you don't get up and come with us or something along those lines. And then it pans to not one, not two, but three, possibly four Lokis with the crocodile Loki. We'll get to that too. But Fuck, I hope. That's what I thought too. So the thing that we're talking about is the new rock stars kind of broke this down and he made it sound as if the alligator was almost kid Loki's pet. Yeah, I do. I got. I got. That's an actual Loki. That's my opinion. Like, Me too. I want four there. I would love to see a talking fucking alligator. Just yeah, like, it's just so off the wall. Yeah, it'd be so funny because we have Throg, Thor, Frog. Right. So like, why can't we have an alligator? It makes sense even biologically of like why they'd be enemies and shit. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, I, th- I think it's another Loki because he has a crown on. They're like, oh, you even put the crown on. I'm like, no, I think he's fucking a Loki, <laughs> and I'm hoping it is. Cause like you said, it'd be a cool little twist there, but it, that, exactly that would be a fun little twist. I don't know much about Marvel comics nowadays, mm-hmm. so what Kid Loki is other than just that, I'm not too sure of. They're saying someone told me he's going to be involved with the Young Avengers or whatever. Like you know how Wanda Vision has what the fuck's their names? The two kids, Speed and Speed and Wiccan. So like he, that kid Loki is going to be part of that. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I don't know what his deal is, what the, and then they have the black Loki with the kind of looked like uh, Thor's hammer, but it was that video we watched point. What was his name? The guy that we watched. Oh, Eric Voss of new rock stars. Yeah. Yes. He pointed out that it looked kind of like a made up, like it looked like it was a, piece of a railroad and stuff like that and a so piston ham handle yeah and i read something first one of the things i've read on the internet first probably like oh yeah it was three lokis and a black thor i'm like no that wasn't thor that was and then they, they went into like this whole other how there was like a different spinoff of black thor it's like it was like a group almost like blade was in it and like i don't know it sounded cool and i was like oh that sounds pretty cool um but no but yeah i was like no that's just another version of loki with the fake looking thor hammer but yeah, I'm interested to see what all their roles too. are going to be. Yeah, And I hope that we really get to it. I can't imagine. So the last thing I wanted to talk about, and again, to say thank you to this guy, New Rockstars, is <laughs> I didn't notice that they're in a decrepit New York. Yeah. And even the Avenger Towers in there, they said in the background. That's cool. That yeah. was a detail I 110% missed. So I didn't either. He gets paid for it. I man. didn't notice that either. Until my buddy actually, one of my other friends I was talking to about it, Last night, texted saying, oh, yeah, that was like a, a post-apocalyptic New York. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't pick up that. I just didn't look in the background, really. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like it's going to have some sort of significance. You know what I mean? My theory is is that it's a timeline in which Loki succeeded in Avengers. Oh, uh, that'd be cool. If not he succeeded, Tony didn't get the A-bomb out. Right, but I right. feel like no structures would be standing in Manhattan if an actual A-bomb. But yeah, in my opinion, calling it, it's 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 New York. If what happens if Loki succeeded? That'd be cool. And even though he succeeded, maybe he's not dead. And that's why a bunch of Lokis can go there yeah. without upsetting the timeline. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it'll be cool to see what they do with that and explain it. Hopefully they explain it a little bit. But that's a question we were left with. You were saying, what questions were we left with? That's a question that you, nobody all, really knows. The, yeah. All questions, no answers this <laughs> episode. <laughs> Except True. that Ravona's a shady bitch. Yeah, we did learn sucks. that. But she sucks. 
God, I want to also know what the fuck that pen means because we keep yeah, was it high school or putting something? on that pen and we're just like, why? It's, it's got to make fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, they're going to pay that off somehow. It's, I don't know what it's going to be. But. I'm going to say that's how they're going to episode open episode five. Yeah. It's her with the pen somehow. Yeah, something. Yeah, yeah it'd be interesting. It was a high school, right? Was it something like a school on yeah, it or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder what that's going to tie in. That would be cool to see. And hopefully they do pay it off. <laughs> I very much hope so. Yeah. I'm sure they will because they keep showing it. It's just a pen. So why are you going to keep showing this insignificant pen if it doesn't have something kind of important to meet into the show what do you guys think of loki so far leave a comment down below hit us up on twitter instagram facebook all those things if you can't do anything other than that you have a friend who likes buds bros and superheroes i've got a fucking show for them so if you can please just word of mouth and tell a friend leave a review all those fun things guys in the meantime i have been nick james and i can't say thank you enough for coming to hang out with me again jd you've been here so many times (laughs) now and it was just even more fun than the time before and you just keep coming back so I'm going to keep inviting you pal as long oh, as you yeah. keep doing it as long as Marvel keeps pumping out these shows and Star, Star Wars whatever but yeah thanks for having me I that's goddamn it. right sir I almost <laughs> forgot about that we're going to have to have a Star Wars talk coming up oh, soon yeah. awesome thank you again thank you for everybody out there listening this has been Buds Bros and Superheroes and we are out of here <laughs>